Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. And I have another amazing light right here today, Debbie Ireland. Hello, lovely. How are you? Hi, I'm good. You? Fantastic. Great to see you. Thank you for being on the show. Ah, you're welcome. Excited. Good, I know, good to I be know. here. It's so good. So every, full disclosure, Debbie and I are friends and we work together and she is amazing. She uh, has an amazing business, which we'll talk about. And uh, Debbie, hey, where are you coming to us from today? I am from, New, I'm, I'm at home in New Zealand. I'm a very proud Kiwi and <laughs> um, absolutely love my country and I'm so proud of it. So if you ever follow me on any platform, you'll see me post lots of beautiful pictures of beautiful New Zealand. Yeah. Um, home of the America's Cup at the moment too, by the way. Oh, I think that's funny. relevant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> very timely. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I I had the beautiful pleasure of going to New Zealand uh, for my first trip. Um, gosh, tw- it was 2019, May. Uh, and I got to, Debbie and I hung out for the weekend after a beautiful show that she puts on. Will you talk about that event? I mean, we're in the middle of obviously COVID where all these ugh, in-person events have gone away, which we'll probably talk about a little bit, but that event, um, you've built up for a long time. Yeah. 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 Our first conference was in 2009 yeah. and, um, I think we've done 27 events across New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, wow. Hong Kong. Um, wow. Yeah, so lots of events of which we haven't done one since, oh gosh, was it the one you were at maybe? Oh no, we did one in August in um, right. Australia, that was the last one, that yeah, was, but you were there too, right? Yeah, I was there at that one yeah. as well, yeah, yeah, oh my goodness, so yeah, so Debbie owns an amazing company, tell everybody about your company. Um, so SharePoint has been around for 14 years, and I guess like any small business, it's morphed a little bit and actually has had to incredibly, even more so in this last year, as you can imagine with the events and the conferences. But we do um, events, so we do the digital workplace conferences, which are the large ones um, annually, and then we do lots of smaller events as well, so we were doing digital workplace days. I think we had 17 events planned for last year, and we got one done. Wow. <laughs> So lucky we are fortunate in New Zealand because we haven't had the strict lockdown like you guys have had or and all over the world. And yeah. um, we did have a little one, but uh, so incredibly blessed and thankful that we've had life pretty much as normal, except we can't travel overseas. So right. I did manage in November to do one one day in-person event. And it was just amazing how everyone just loved being back in the yeah. same room and being able to connect and just talk to each other. You know, it was weird, yeah. but it was... So that was awesome that we managed, and it was a regional one, so it was only a hundred, you know, under a hundred people, so that we could do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, but share the point. So share the point does events, and we do uh, training. So lots and lots of training, which of course we took lots and lots of um, Microsoft three six five training online. Mm. Uh, we'd already been doing a little bit of that, but obviously the pandemic forced us into more of that, which was great. And we went into a bit more consulting than we would have done otherwise. So we partner a lot, but we we've, we've been doing a bit more consulting just because. Because it's been, you know, the direction we've needed to take. So yeah, that's what yeah. we do. I know. So yeah, I've known Debbie. God, we've known each other decade, uh, over a decade, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and we were oh yeah together. but that's from all the speaking and stuff and being yeah. at different conferences got grief all over the world las vegas and anaheim oh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah 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 i know we've, we've we've hung out in many many cities all over the yeah, yeah all over the globe together yeah and you were an mvp for a while of, of for microsoft and you've had you've had you were you're an alumni of that and so yeah so you know it's it's been fun with Debbie, like we worked, to, we like emailed and all this stuff, I think together before we actually like met and then like yeah. we started seeing each other at conferences and stuff. And yeah. yeah I, was an, I was an MVP for nine years and actually just in, was it, oh no, no, last year I just got awarded as a Microsoft regional director for yes. our region. So yeah. there's only a couple of, or three of them in New Zealand actually. So I haven't, I don't think I've had a chance to really feel like I've contributed much value to that role um in these times but um it was it was nice to be acknowledged so yeah yeah that's awesome I actually had a call with Shiva not too long ago to check oh, yeah. in with her I met well I got to meet her with um at the reactor when we were in town for Australia and she and I've been doing some in cahoots on things with my new job at Microsoft too so that's been super fun so yeah I I seem to have because it because of you thank you I have so like I had a lot of friends in Australia and New Zealand anyway but I think because of that trip and everything that we took it was so beautiful I hung out with Debbie for a while and we um went to her your hometown so let's 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 go over to origin story and talk about where you grew up because it's I've got I've seen it it's so beautiful everybody so what so tell us about origin story where you grew up and how that how that came up yeah, so well, actually, where I grew up, oh no, we did go to Rotorua. I was thinking, yeah. no, we didn't. We came, yeah, so we did. So I originally was born in Rotorua, which is about an hour away from where I live at the moment. And it's um, where all the mud pools are. And Heather and I went and um, bathed <laughs> awesome. ourselves in mud and covered ourselves in mud from head to toe and sat in these hot pools, which was, yeah, it was awesome. Eh? Yeah, well, and it's sulfur, right? So it's super yeah. stinky. Uh, like and everything were ruined. Yeah, yeah. I think I threw mine out in the end. <laughs> the towels were like, oh, but anyway. <laughs> I was funny too. I was like, okay, and that's the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a tourism town actually. Yeah. It's quite a small town. But I left there when I was about I think seventeen, and that was my first trip to America actually. And I was yeah. funnily enough because I'm sure we'll get onto the book. But when I went to America when I was seventeen, I travelled around with a self development type company, and um, mm-hmm. they had all these retreats all over America, and I stayed at them and worked on them in California and in Texas, and saw my very first tarantula and all these amazing things that a little old New Zealand um, girl was, you know, <laughs> eyes wide open, oh, yeah. went to New York. And you can imagine as a 17 year old, it was like, sure. blow, blow your mind stuff. Actually, I lived in Iowa too. I worked on this one retreat up there and had to pull ticks off the dogs and lived on a farm. And <laughs> wow. That's <a> um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But that also opened up, I guess, the first, you know, love of travel and wanting to just do it. So yeah, and then I'm now living back in Tauranga, which is also in the Bay of Plenty, only an hour away from where I grew up, but um, which is beautiful as well. It's got the beach and the mount, as you saw. Yeah. And um, it has, yeah, and I love the beach and I love sunrises. That's my other probably big passion is seeing, seeing a brand new day come to light. So, yeah. Yeah, Ed, so Demi has a beautiful Instagram account and you, you do a lot of, you know, speaking of, we're going to talk about her awesome book that she just wrote. It's out. It's so good. I'm going to... Think we'll talk about that in a minute, but you know, like you, you do a lot of really wonderful inspirational work um, with people, you know, about you know those suns, the sunsets you see, and getting outside and all of that kind of stuff. I just I love it. So 
people will, will have to tell everybody where to find you on the internets out there in the social world as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a I get a lot of energy and a lot of um, pleasure out of nature. I think I think it's my grounding kind of whether it's the bush and we have New Zealand has amazing native bush. I'm trying to remember if we went for a little walk in the bush anywhere, did we? I can't mm-hmm. Well, we went to the we went to a couple of parks and we definitely went to the beach. Um, yeah, a of times, yeah. But the native, the native bush in New Zealand has all sorts of ferns and palms and different, you know, things that are native to New Zealand. And it's just, it's amazing, like any, you know, um, big bush. But um, either that or the beach or the, I don't know, waterfalls or whatever. I don't know. It just yeah, gives yeah. me energy. So everyone's got different things, don't they? <laughs> yeah, totally. So you were 17 uh, in uh, Rotorua and then you did that trip. So how did you get into tech? Like how did that happen? Ah, so yeah, so I um, I I'd done a bit of travelling and all sorts of things, and then one day I must have come back from one, and I honestly did lots of travelling, and I actually for my fiftieth birthday I did this um, you know Prezi, you know the the application Prezi. So I did this Prezi where you can zoom in and I had this world because Stephen, my now husband, we'll talk about that later, (laughs) um, kept every time I kept saying something about what I'd done in my past and where I'd been, he was like, oh my God, you were here, you were there, you know, like, what is this? So I did this Prezi um, that I presented on my 50th of all the different places I'd been and how I went here and went there and I had photos at each one. Uh, and um, so, yeah, I did travel a lot and lived in lots of different houses and I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've settled down now a little bit. But anyway, I um, one time I came back from overseas and I was like, oh, should I better get a job or something and got hold of some friends that I used to work for and they gave me a job and then they said, oh, do you know anything about access and do you know databases? And I went, Oh, no, but I'm sure I can learn. So I took off down to the beach for the weekend, lay on the beach in Mount Maunganui, actually. I was living in Auckland. And um, with in, in those days, because it was the 90s, um, a hard copy book of Access for Dummies or something and literally lay on the beach and taught myself <laughs> access. And then I thought, oh, this stuff's pretty cool. I could, you know, my brain was like going, oh, I can, I can, I can figure that stuff out. And so then, yeah, and it just went from there because I just had a passion for it. And I'm definitely a self learner. So I I have to get hands on, I have to teach myself stuff. And so getting into SharePoint was a little bit the same. I kind of, well, I decided one day I wanted to be a project manager. So I did all that study and was a project manager and then went and worked for this company. I thought, oh my God, their process is shit. You know, like I need to go and um, sort something out. So I thought, oh, look at this WSS thing with SharePoint. Oh, this has got, oh, I could do project management and that and, you know, build all the methodology in. So that was me. I was away. And then the next year I just went, oh my gosh, I just, I, there's, there's something in this, so I'm going to take it and make a business out of it. So, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) That's how I got into it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's it's one of those where it's like, I don't know, you're super creative too, and you have that, you know, but you're also super organized. Like, Debbie, seriously, y'all, one of the best sort of organizer producers in the business. Like, Thank you. You are, you are, and trainers and like, Everybody loves being at your events and I, from speakers to every, it's always a, an amazing, you know, moment um, to be there. And, and also, you know, doing it where you grew up and stuff and where places you love, you know, and supporting the community. Um, it's yeah. super cool. So, yeah. yeah. Funny. I have a, I have a very good friend in Australia who calls me the most 
disorganized organized person she's ever known because <laughs> she's because I'm quite often all over the place but I always have a plan yeah, and yeah. I always have thought of everything and I'm always you know like down to the last thing it's like yeah. but she's like oh, you've got this happening here and this happening there and I'm like yeah no but I know you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorted cool. so when it gets to the day I'm like yeah no you know it's kind of yeah. like you just got to get in the flow away yeah <laughs> That is very true. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those where it's like, I don't know, I like to be surprised and spontaneous, but I do like to, like, I've, I've always said, like, I can leap off a cliff, but I want to know that there's like a really nice feather bed and, you know, maybe some like chocolate covered strawberries there when I get there. I mean, I don't know, you know but why not? <laughs> glamping, glamping, not camping, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. That's so awesome. So let's um let's talk about this this wonderful book. Um, I, I, I had the bird's eye view into this book from the moment and, uh, cover pages and stuff so what a thank you what an honor to like watch your journey through this so thank you for including me in that first of all it's super cool it's always great and I'm going to put it up on the video here those of you who are listening to the podcast uh the book is called work-life balance my arse um and a-r-s-e yes and how to remove the guilt of putting your life first and the cover is uh blue with uh yellow and white lettering and there is a tightrope with a big old elephant on top of a chair on the tightrope. It's fantastic. So, and you can see I flagged the book with some things. So we tell everybody where, where did, where did this come from? Where's this inspiration? How did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and I am going to share one of my little, um, moments that you and I had actually that took me to some of this, cause it was weird when you were out, we went to, um, Kariyoitahi Beach Um, and it was really funny because I said to Heather okay so tomorrow this is us texting from one bedroom to the next by the way because we were too lazy to probably get out of bed or something but anyway um, and I'm like so choices for tomorrow or today or something uh, we can go and do the Hobbit remember that was one of the choices yeah go and do the Hobbit or I've been looking online and we can go and get a massage and go for a walk on the beach and Heather texts back and goes, massage, walk on beach. And I'm like, yay, thank God. <laughs> so we went to um, this amazing beach, an amazing um, resort called Castaways, actually. And while each of us had a massage, the other one got to go for this long walk on the beach on this really wild west. Um, the west coast of New Zealand has black sand and this beach you can walk on and it's um, usually can be real gales and you know rough and rugged and the whole countryside was like that but and I took the time and I thought wow I um I love doing events and I love all the people side of it and organizing all that but and I love all the tech but there's there's this other side of me that's not just tech it's not just about the um I mean even within sorry within our business and everything I'm all about change management I'm all about the you know the people side the you know getting the most out of it and all that stuff so I've always been about the people side but this was more the underlying um who are we and why are we doing what we're doing and that whole self-awareness and what makes us content and all the gratitude stuff and all the all the stuff I love and have loved actually and when I look back it's like when I was 11 my mother got involved in that self-development program that I said took me to America yeah so my journey had begun then and I was involved in this other movement at the age of 12 or 13 holding these little things with my friends called gets which is growing executives of tomorrow but it was all spiritual stuff and um and then at the age of 19 or something I was off living in Australia for a while or 20 or something and um 
And then I was reading Anthony Robbins' book, you know, Unlimited yeah. Power, <laughs> yep. into all of that. There, and then, yep. yeah, and then the journey just continued. So I've always had this passion and always read and researched a lot on what makes us tick and yeah. um, how I can better myself or how I can improve myself, but also what makes us just content and happy. Um, so, yeah, so all of that started bubbling away and, and, yeah, our walk and our time and our little bubbles on the beach yeah. definitely was a defining moment moment I think in some of that yeah. um so thank you you're welcome, you're welcome. You're um, welcome. yeah no, that was a that was a I, for me as well I think you know, well and it was also you invited me um to come speak and uh we've been talking about it for a while and you also we you you had me speak on tech but you also had me speak on things that yeah I'm passionate about with you know uh healthy culture and yeah and power skills and all of those things which very much mapped to your keynote that year yeah. as well yeah. which right? was after yeah which was after yeah. our beach session so it was yeah. funny because then I thought why can't we bring more of this sort yeah. of element mm-hmm. into the conferences and so I started doing that in August and I was actually yeah. really looking forward to uh, last year bringing in a whole recharge track so that people start to look at their yeah. well-being and then all this COVID thing happened and all the well-being yeah. stuff became paramount so it was really weird but yeah so after the beach thing and then I thought okay at the Australian keynote which you saw my keynote which kind of yeah. was um, very much what the book centered around I hadn't yeah. written the book at that point but um, yeah. yeah so I started um, and I was writing blog posts and stuff and then I just thought wow, I could turn this into a book. You know, I've got enough content here because it was weird. I did a bit of um, uh, coaching when I did the keynote, you know, some presentation coaching and all that kind of stuff. And this lady who was just amazing, Benita, was saying to me, you've got too much. You need to cut it down. You know you know what it's like when you plan a session, right? And you're like, okay, I need to take it from this. And I thought, yeah, I do have, but I want to say this and I want to say that and, you know. Um, so I started writing down little stories and everything else. And then I decided, yeah, I'm going to write a book. And, um, not long after that keynote, I started pulling it all together and very slowly, um, do you want me to talk about the process for that? Cause it's yeah, kind of, yeah, cool. totally. yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. so I, I did a, um, I've done a couple of sessions taking back to tech now, cause it's quite fun to tie it back in anyway, on planner yeah. and on to do and on task management. Right. Right. So, and in that I was talking about how, regardless of the tech that you use, you know, the actual applications you use, um, it's about your methods for task management or your methods for time management or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And one thing for me that I reckon was just golden is um, time blocking. Do you use time blocking much with stuff that you do? So, and and being disciplined with it. So um, have you read Robin Sharma's um, Mm -hmm. 5am club? Oh, I know that. I haven't read it, but yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Anyway, he talks about it and he talks about having, um, I think he calls it 90-91, so 90 days for 90 minutes on one topic. Um, and I used to get up, I'm an early riser and I love the sunrises, all that type of stuff, but I would get up in the wintertime too and um, spend the, an hour and a half where I absolutely would not turn on any other app. As soon as I turned on email or Teams or anything, I'd be lost and that would be gone. And I would write and I would have to, some mornings I would be like, I'd just go back and edit things because I wasn't in the mood for writing. Or some mornings I'd just sit down and go, oh my God, I just don't have any inspiration. And it would take me 10 minutes of just saying no, just, and I'd do a bit of meditation first. Mm. I might do a little bit of exercise or whatever, but it would be very ritual and it would be very, you know, in the the zone. And then, you know, um, because I was sort of dedicating that time, Mm. I 
the words would come or the, you know, like it would just happen. Yeah. And I did that for three months or whatever, every single morning or pretty yeah. much. And, and I'm talking all the time. It was, and that's how I got the book written. I just hear yeah. so many stories on how people um, start something and can't finish. It, and I totally, oh, yeah. totally get that. And it was, yeah, but it was a really, really different process than what I expected. Really different. I learned lots. I grew lots. It was, yeah, that's it was amazing. Cool. Who, where did, how did you publish it? I'm always interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm self-published. I just did it myself, but I used this, um, this online thing called Reedsy, R-E-E-D-S-Y. Um, and it's like, that's like a, um, up, have you ever used Upwork? Do you use Upwork in America? Is that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So Upwork and you have all these different, and so I loved this because this is, was this before COVID or during I oh, know, yeah, no, it must have been during. But um, anyway, but it's your whole bringing all the online worlds together. So with Reedsy, you can find a, um, an editor. You right. can find uh, someone to do my book design. So the lady that did my book design was in the UK. One of my wow. first editor who um, helped me a lot with um, coming back and sort of saying, can you expand on this? And, you know, you need to, this doesn't make sense, da, 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 um, was in California. Okay. And it's kind of like you look at all these profiles and you can choose who you want. And I'm like, yeah, I like the feel of that one. Boom. Yeah. And then you kind of communicate with them a bit. And, and then my proofreader was out of Australia. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's all this kind of, yeah, that's you can so do it all cool. online. So. Yeah, hmm. I, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, I don't know, there's a, there's a, I had another friend on uh, that yesterday. Yeah, Nancy, who, um, Nancy McSherry Johnson, she was, I tell her it's all her fault. You're another person in my life where it's all your fault. So many good things have happened because we met and did things together. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it's that moment of like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's your fault. This, this is happening and it's awesome. And Nancy gave me my first job at Microsoft. So, um, and she's so, sort of like an OG of that for me. Um, uh, but anyway, we were talking, she has a book out and um, it's, I find it fascinating that sort of there's legitimacy with a book. And then there's also a way to get a ton of information out at the same time. And then figuring out how to kind of use that book in like, you know, either online courses or eBooks or different, like, it's like, it becomes this thing that you can just use forever for great fodder for what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but you gotta sit down and do it. Like I am remiss on something that I've been wanting to write, and so I was like, I'm like listening to you, and I'm like, maybe I need to get my 90 minutes in the morning and really like listen to my own message about morning time and do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how we get inspired. So yeah, and it's no excuses too. So it is if yeah. you can't write and you're sitting there and nothing's yeah. coming, go back and do some editing of the same. You're still working on the book type of thing, you know. Like it's yeah. um, yeah. But you're yeah. you're right. That whole um, the book provides fodder for other things. Yeah. Um. So you and I talked also, which I haven't actually formally launched or done anything more with it, to be honest. But about my recharge idea, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. a whole and recharge time being another company. <laughs> Yeah, wait. <laughs> well, yeah, but I haven't, but yeah. the funny thing is, so a lot of the book I want to turn into modules for that and yeah. do an online course for that. And then I've had a couple of companies that I've worked with, um, quite large organizations that I've done all this, you know, Microsoft 365 training for, and they're coming back and going, well, you wrote that book. Can you write us a workshop on emotional intelligence? And I'm going, EQ, yeah, I wouldn't. And then I thought, and, and this lady goes, I read your book. It's everything in there. It's like, that's what we want. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I wouldn't have called it an emotion, you know, like it's just terminology yeah, yeah. and words. And I went, oh, okay, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. 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 
that's super cool. Yeah, I think it's the it's avenues for sure, you know, um, on that sort of thing. And I think, I mean, I feel it. We all feel it. I'm in the middle of this, it's like the, I, I love it that it's work-life balance, my arse, because I just, talk, will you talk about, so you have a concept in here that's just, uh, that I love. And I do have my little flags in here that sort of the, um, acknowledging that magic doesn't happen in the middle. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, you that concept to me, I was like, it really stuck out. And I was like, will you talk about that a little bit? I know it's sort of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So that's my second myth. And the myth is that um, when you think about balance, balance implies that um, you have to be in the middle, that you need to be, you know, in order to balance things, there has to be that middle point. And the big thing is that magic, success, um anything that you want to happen actually doesn't happen in the middle. The magic doesn't happen in the middle. You know, the the, the results don't happen in the middle. They happen when you go to an extreme. Yeah. So you have to go out of balance in order to reach those extremes. But when you do go out of balance, then and so it's, it's like going, um, focusing on what's important for a particular period of time. Yeah. I actually like to, I use um, probably three different examples to explain it. Mm-hmm. Shall I just run through yeah. those? Yeah, do. Um, so one is uh, if you're at work and you've got a really big project that you're working on. And so you're 100% focused on that. You're really involved with the people. That becomes your day in, day out, all you think about. You're doing the hours on it, blah, blah, blah. For a, for a period of time, that's what matters most. Right. Or another example is if, you're, um, if you've entered into a sports event and you're um, I did a half marathon once. So it's like the timetable for the training is just takes over your life. It's like, what do I need to do today? What milestone do I need to reach in order to meet the next one in order to get to that end goal? You know, like, um, so for a time, that's what matters most. And that's what you focus on. You know, you've gone out of balance and that's, you've gone to that extreme. Or if you've, um, and my third example is if you've ever, um, had the, the the chance to experience the first two weeks of a newborn um you know like when you very first have that baby in your arms and there's this intense commitment because Mm. you know there's there's nothing else it's not about you it's just about this brand new little being and um that's what your whole life is revolved around and for that period that's what matters most yeah so it's about defining what your matters most is or your most important thing is and then allowing yourself to go out of out of balance to to find that magic of, yeah 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 it. but 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 and as i say if you go too far yeah to one extreme right. you tip over the edge and and you've got to realize where your tipping point is because i think that's and good grief i think that's where most of our defining points come from quite often aren't they <laughs> uh, yeah no i i completely agree with you yeah the way your your myth one is work and life are separate entities myth one and yeah. then You've got the myth two, balance implies aiming for the middle. And then myth three, work-life balance implies a destination. So those are the those are the three big sections of the book. And then the magic at the end. So yeah. 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 This is cool, y'all. I, it's really, I really love the book, Debbie. It's so like it's like I've heard you talk about some of these things and then to see them in the book is like super exciting. And then also every sort of chapter and uh, has like gems right like of your like where did the gems part come from where's that um I think that was because I I, I mean as I said I've read tons of books and I actually like it when I can and I usually write (coughs) sorry excuse me 
<clears throat> um, I write my own gems down. I think when I'm reading, you know how you take, yeah. well, you've got your little post-it notes. Yeah, um, yeah. You write your own <laughs> notes and you're like, oh, I need to remember or I want to yeah. do something about that. And I'll literally, I listen to, do you listen to Audible books? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll be out walking and then I'll, ha- I'll have to get my phone out and my OneNote out yeah, and yeah. write down notes. <laughs> you run around the door what's she doing? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think the gems were, what are the takeaways or there was reflect and refine and how can I, how can I do something yeah. with what I've just read? So I wanted to make it practical in that way. Yeah. Um, love it. Actually, one, one key word I've gotten, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, because, um, yeah. you know, I, the third myth um, is about it's not a – um, destination it's a journey and I think that's the thing because you and I'll come back to that well no I'll talk about that first and then I'll come to my keyword that I'm working on at the moment but um yeah. so if you say it's not a destination you when you say um I want to achieve work-life balance it's like people keep saying it's something I want to achieve or attain right. you know there's 21 steps there's five strategies there's you know it's something that we set out to do right. and we're going to get there and then all of a sudden we've got it where that's not the case because it's not something that it's a it's an end goal. It's it's something that happens all the time. It's about that journey. Yeah. It's about focusing on whatever matters most for a period of time, and then changing our meaning and changing what we're doing to to get a different result. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my keyword at the moment is yeah. becoming. I decided. Ah, love it. <laughs> um, nice. So, have you read become? Um, Michelle Obama wrote mm-hmm. a book, and she named it becoming. I think it's becoming Michelle, isn't it, or something? Anyway. She- becoming was it just becoming yeah, yeah. I was like where, I'm like I was I was like got well, it oh it's in the other room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I've got so. it on audible I haven't finished yeah. it but I'm enjoying it actually it's cool but yeah anyway the becoming thing I was talking to this I have this check-in weekly I've got a friend who um asked me if I'd be her I can't remember what she called it accountability coach accountability. for losing yeah. weight okay. and she's trying to lose weight and she goes oh I just think you'd be great at it and all I want to do is send you a spreadsheet and I said oh I don't want a spreadsheet let's do a let's do a 7.30 on a Monday morning, you know, just to catch up on the call. And she goes, well, what can I give you? And I said, believe me, the conversations will give me more than, you know, more than I could want. Anyway, so um, one day I was saying the becoming word is like, instead of saying, and actually I'll use losing weight because that's, everyone everyone relates to that right and and I so I was thinking it's not about the losing weight and saying I want to get to this weight you know and then I will have achieved my goal because you don't actually achieve your goal when you get to the weight I've I've been you know I got married so I thought I'd better lose a few kgs and (laughs) look great on the wedding day so I did that and then I thought okay I've got a few more kgs to go and then I thought and then what? What do I do? I've got to, I can't just make that the goal that I've been right. working towards. It's right. about, yeah, so it's about becoming who you want to be. And it's actually not about me becoming slim. It's actually right. for me at my age about becoming strong, becoming, yeah. you know, like building my strength so that I can, I don't injure myself so much and so I can recover easier, all that type of thing. Yeah. From a um, learning point of view, it's like, who do I want to become and and what type of person do I want to be? But it's that whole journey. I don't know. It was just the essence of the word becoming. Do you like it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, because I feel like I, I read, I love the book too. And I think we're always becoming something new and different. Yeah. Every moment of every day, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, we're, met, we're, we are butterflies and caterpillars. We're con- constantly metamorphosizing. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely, I love that word becoming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and. I don't know, like you and I are similar in age and, and, you know, also like thinking about, 
you know, parents or kids or whatever, like what they're becoming at any given time. And that's like, you know, watching parents in their seventies and you, you know, I know you have a daughter and you're watching her yeah. grow and what are like, we're, what are we becoming over time? You know? Yeah. 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 I love that concept. That's yeah. super cool. Mm. Yeah. I like picking mm. a word too. Like, I don't like, mm. I'm not a big fan of the like big new year's resolutions, but I like picking a word for the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was realizing, I was like, did I pick one for the year? Do you want to know what mine is for the year? Yeah, tell me. I was like, did well, I, I, I don't think I picked one. <laughs> <laughs> now you reminded yourself you've got to go back to your journal, right? So my yeah. word for the year is um, surrender. I don't know if it was last year's word as well, but it was <laughs> surrender and in, in the fact that, well, with COVID, you know, things yeah. change and you've actually just got to surrender and say, you know what? I'm just going to take, you know, I'm going to yeah. let things flow. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stress about it. Circle of influence, yeah. circle of concern stuff. You know, what can yeah. I, what can I do about some of this? And some of it just is to surrender and let be and enjoy what it is. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. I, you know, mm. I, I don't know if I chose this word, but I feel like I've been saying it a lot. And so maybe it is the word for me for this year is grace. Is nice. I love that word. Yeah. I, I started it's, and you know, I tend to be on the, I call it woo woo, but whatever, you know, like on the, on the, that side of things. And, you know, so even like our, my, my meetings with teams and other people, I've been starting them with like, just reminding everybody that we're in the middle of something and that we need to give each other grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that everybody's struggling with something that we don't know. And yeah. Um, yeah. Cause we forget that. I forget that, you know, I get annoyed with somebody cause they're not, or, and then I'm like, ah! and then I'm like, yeah. you have no idea how they're, what they're struggling with. And yeah. so like, we need to, so maybe grace is my word for the year. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I adore you. First of all, I'm so excited. You, you wrote this amazing book and gosh, um, what's next for you? What's going on? Like, well, funny. Cause I guess the word surrender is kind of part of that, but it's, um, I'm, I've kind of taken some time yeah. last year kind of shook me a little bit. And then I thought, you know what, sometimes you can just, instead of, chasing, 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 more, 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 more money, bigger business, expanding, new adventures. I just thought, well, actually, first of all, I just thought I need to actually go back and think how I can live on the least amount of money possible. That's really unusual for me. Oh, seriously (laughs) though, right? Like, yeah, looky-loos, I think have been everybody, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but it's also what do I really need? You know, like if I can live on a little bit of passive income and not have to do all this drive, 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 which is yeah. me. And I mean, I'm a very driven person, but okay. to try and let that go and just surrender and say, I don't want to do all that. I actually just want to let things happen for a while. And so I kind of planned enough. I had to um, rejiggle things with staff and all that kind of stuff. But I sorted things so that I could have a bit more time over the Christmas because that's our quiet period. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went away in February and took a couple of weeks off and we got married down the South Island. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, we're also about to build a house. And I thought, I want to enjoy that journey too. You know, that's yeah. another journey. It's a massive piece of land. Well, a an acre and a quarter yeah uh, yeah whatever you call that but 5,000 square meters oh gosh I'm in all the wrong things for America but anyway um but both I think we're good (laughs) no I never built but it's also the fact that it's this blank canvas as far as land so I've been propagating all these little plants and splitting them up and getting them ready like I'm talking 500 of them we're not doing things you know small here and I've got this Easter planting bee happening because I want to do all these Mondo grass things and just all this all this and then do a palm grove and do succulents and you know cut off little so you know all of the stuff that's just like 
you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to make the most of this. I'm probably not going to build again. And um, why rush it? Why not just, and it's been a long process. But um, as far as work, um, I am keeping on, keeping on with what I'm doing. I'm actually just talking to Microsoft about doing a few events this year and I want to do that. But again, I'm not really rushing. I'm not, I've stopped rushing. I'm just okay. You know, like yeah, yeah. Um, and if I if if a client rings and says, "Will you help?" and I've got time, I'll be like, "Yep, absolutely, love to." And if I don't, it's just a it's just a real it's a lot calmer. I don't know what it is. It's just it's a different energy this year. So yeah, I, the, yeah. What's the sort of there's the great the great awakening, the great realization, the great like there's you know people sort of titling sort of this time for folks, you know, and so yeah, um, so much being revealed I guess you know yeah what you do with yeah. it yeah yeah I, there's something really exciting about a forever house my friend uh who I talked to earlier today she was like we're saving up and figuring out our forever house and I was like oh I was like so the house that you just want to be in forever and I was like I've never heard that before and I kind of like that <laughs> I was like, yeah although I can't say this is going to be the forever yeah. one I think there'll be a beach house down the line <laughs> that's funny. already already thinking about that one i love it i love it oh my goodness how fun well how about i take you to the last question yeah yep what a joy so uh so my last question always interested in you know so much is this in the book and we've talked about these things but sparks and moments in our lives i'm very interested in um if you would share with our listeners uh person place thing you know book movie of uh that seats you in who you are today in this moment I had all these ideas about what I was going to say for this. And then just with the way you said that, I don't know that I want to change it again. But anyway, so (laughs) people, places, things that have, um, that seats me where I am in this moment. Okay. Um, My first thought when I, when I was looking at this question was that I've had so many different moments and we talked before about how, isn't it funny how you focus on different things at different times? Yeah. So my daughter, you mentioned I have a daughter and um, Sophie, who's now 21, by the way. Oh my goodness. And doing her fourth year of veterinary at university. Um, Anyway, when she was young, I was a single mum, and I guess that was a big defining moment um, for me because I, my focus was her. It was always her, you know, like it was a massive, massive priority. And um, I remember being in Auckland and, driving down the highway one day thinking this is not who I am and what I want to be. Um, you know, I've got this girl that I'm dropping off at daycare really early. Um, I'm working all these hours, I'm doing all this stuff and I decided I need to change. So that was like one sort of moment that I just went, aha. But then another one was when I, um, was, you know, on the work side of life and, um, working massive hours did I think six conferences that year um but was in total burnout and you don't even recognize when you're in total burnout you know I don't think (laughs) you just exist (laughs) and um and everything was you know like just magnified and um all of a sudden coming to that realization again something needed to change but it was like and then and then another one was, you know, like when you and I caught up and then yeah. um, wanting. So there's been all these moments and all these things. But what it all came down to was um, looking at where I was as far as um, looking at the results I was getting and knowing that the results were all based on the meaning that I was giving something. Mm-hmm. So right. um, 
And there is that saying, you know, meaning drives results. And it is so true because it's like looking at why you're doing something. So whether it was, whether my why was Sophie or whether my why was work or whether my why was health or whether my why was whatever. And I guess, um, the, the moments that spark that change is when you actually realize, why am I doing this? You know, like, and then you go, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm changing now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are awesome. Yeah. And so every time, you know, like that you get stressed and you think I'm working all these hours or I'm doing all this stuff. It's like, why am I doing this? Is this actually going to mean anything or matter in a year's time? And is it actually the most important thing to me at this very moment? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. My dad and I talk about the, the, it's somebody's book and it's like the 10, 10, 10 rule. Like, will it matter in you know, 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 years kind of thing as well. You know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. And I was like, yeah, no, I, it is the why for sure. You and I both. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. You know, I've never seen his, Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You mentioned it in the book and I speak about him too. So yeah, I think that really digging into the why your why um, is super important too. And you talk about that in the book too. So yeah. yeah. Well, Yay, what a pleasure. I'm so happy to have you on the show. It's been a while. I've been trying to get to on for a while. So yeah. <laughs> so I'll put the book up one more time for those of you who are watching, not listening. Uh, but it's Work-Life Balance, My Arse, um, Debbie Ireland. And and you are, you are at www.debbieireland.com. Yeah, for that. And it's on Amazon, I'm assuming. Yes. That's like yeah, 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 it is on Amazon. Yeah. Um, I do have some hard copies that I send out if people live in Australia or New Zealand, but otherwise you can purchase a hard copy or the, yeah. or the Amazon Kindle one. So yeah. Yeah. That's super good. So thank you so much um, for being thank on you. the show. Yeah. Nice to see you. I know. It's nice to see you too. I know. I was like, we had a little catch up before as well. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Full disclosure. So anyway, so Debbie, thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Everyone, that was another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks, everybody. And thank you, Debbie. Bye. Thanks. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Cates.